Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Well, it's been another golden day at the Velodrome for the Kiwis competing in the 2022 Birmingham Games. Uh, coming into the final day of the track cycling program, it was possible that New Zealand could break their previous record of six cycling golds set at the 2014 Glasgow Games. Well, they've smashed it. Gold medals for Elise Andrews and Aaron Gates saw the New Zealand team pass that mark, while they also became fourth and fifth Kiwis to win three golds, as I said, behind Williams, Anderson and Liddell. Joining us uh, on SENZ right now to talk about that success is cycling commentator Del Woodford. I would imagine, Del, you're just puffing your chest out a wee bit at the moment. Yeah, pretty proud, uh, Ian, absolutely. It's been a wonderful Commonwealth Games for the track cyclists and, you know, the, the sport's been, as, as you mentioned, through some turbulent times and, you know, it's just nice to see that, that core group of athletes uh, really perform at these games and, and enjoying themselves along the way. Gold again this morning for Elise Andrews in the Kieran, the third of the games. What does it take to, to win a Kieran event in comparison to some of those other events that she races and her versatility is quite incredible. Oh, it is. And she's an amazing athlete. Of course, a former junior world champion and the individual suit world champion and world record holder in an endurance event and then turned her attentions to sprint and uh, you know, you'd almost call her a Karen specialist now, Olympic silver medalist, Commonwealth Games gold medalist. Um, she, she's got this. I think people underestimate her speed. Uh, we know she's got the strength and, and power, but I think they really underestimate and get a fright at how fast she is. Her acceleration is incredible, and she has the ability to go from a long way out. So, you know, at the Karen, um, I think the Karen that you've got to have nerves of steel. It's it's, it's a dangerous race. It's, you're racing in close quarters uh, at massive speed in those last you know, two and a half laps. And, yeah, she likes to get out front and, um, and, and hold them off. And she did that brilliantly. And, you know, to, to get two wins over the Olympic champion, Kelsey Mitchell, who's been the premier sprinter of the last couple of seasons, um, absolutely amazing for Elise. In fantastic performances. Just so young. How much in front of her? Oh, so much, really. Um, Gee, looking forward to Paris and, uh, you know, the rest of the world will be sitting up and watching and studying seeing what Elise Andrews has done and how, she, how she's ridden. She's going to have a long, a long career. She'll, you know, stick with sprinting for, for a good few more years. But then, you know, down the track, she could go back to being an endurance rider. As I said, she's been a former you know, junior world champion and, and record holder in the pursuit. And, you know, she could slot back into that. So she could have a very long career if she chooses to and, um, and wants to, you know, keep going. For, for many, many years in the sport. Do you think they'll overturn that decision on the, the silver when she was helping out her teammates? Do you think the, they'll see common sense there? You would like to think so in the spirit of the games, wouldn't you? You know, it's, the rules say you have to start with four. You don't have to finish with four. Um, and and she, you know, she did what she had to do. And I think you know, the reason she couldn't get to the medal presentation was the fact she was warming up for the sprint event. So... I thought it was a really harsh decision and um, I'd like to think that common sense prevailed in and they you know, do the right thing. But 
you know, we saw for the English, the paracyclists, they didn't do the right thing. So they didn't, you know, in awarding that bronze medal So to them. So, you know, if that's the precedent set, she won't get it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy for me. It just <clears throat> to me, it doesn't signal uh, the right things. But anyway, let's um, move on to uh, Aaron Gate because we cannot ignore his performance either. Three golds in the same Commonwealth Games, including the latest one in the forty uh, k and uh, uh, the forty k points race. Uh, just explain the, how the the scoring works, could you, for our for our listeners and for me too? Yeah. So the the, the scoring in the points race is sprint every ten laps. Um, five, three, two, and one are the points in those, so you accumulate those throughout the race. And then, if you lack the field, you get 20 points added to that total. So, if you, you know, you could be on zero points after four sprints, and someone's on 20, you get a lap on the field, you gain 20 points to put yourself on even, even terms. And then on the last sprint, it's double points. So instead of being five, three, two, one, it's, it's doubled. So. Um, yeah, and it was a dominant performance by Aaron, so he picked up plenty of sprints. It was an unusual points race, and in fact, it was quite fast the whole way. No one really, you know, apart from that group that got the lap, there weren't a lot of laps taken in the points race, and that that can be quite rare at this um, at this level. Usually, riders are flying off left, right, and centre, and you'll see lots of different groups get laps. But the Commonwealth Games is a little bit different because there's three riders from each country competing, whereas at the Olympics and at the World Champs, there's one. So. They look great. That's one of the, the cool things from a cycling perspective is you, you see the, the countries working as a team in these individual events as well. So it was uh, really exciting. The New Zealand team in that event, Corbin Strong, played a huge part in the, the gold and silver medal rides, the, the way he rode uh, and contributed there in third gold medal. Well, it, it was... Um it was quite poignant too because uh, once he'd had that uh, gold medal pretty well secured, he worked very hard for teammate Campbell Stewart to get the silver. Yes, he did. Very put himself in a fantastic position in that last sprint, and you know they made the English rider work very hard. And as I said, like Corbin did an amazing uh, job during the race as well, positioning himself. He got a warning actually on the, the second to last sprint for for assisting, um, and and then. Of course, with Aaron assisting on the last sprint, they can't give Aaron a warning because he's going. He, he's in the race for the medal. So, um, the, the team assistance didn't really a- apply in, in that situation. But it, he did it perfectly because they they made it too hard for the English rider to to get up there. And Aaron Gate played it perfectly to secure that silver medal for Campbell Stewart. And you know, a fantastic performance. They're, they're both uh, former. Omnium world champions and Corbin's a, a world, former world points race champion. So, you know, to see them first and second on, on that podium was no surprise. That it was a very, very good team effort and an outstanding Commonwealth Games for, for Aaron Gate. Once again, he's just a phenomenal athlete. What's in store for Aaron? He's uh, at the slightly other end of the uh, age scale compared to uh, Alice, of course. Uh, he's, uh, what, approaching 31 or maybe 32 now. So what's on in track for him, you think? Yeah, it's, you know, Aaron can do everything so well. Um, he's racing on the road in Europe for the Bolton Equities Black Spoke uh, Pro Cycling team, the New Zealand team is, you know, really doing well in Europe at the moment. So he's a big part of that, and he's had some big wins there. He's he's dabbled in a professional road career with uh, some you know, sort of lower ranked to world tour teams, and probably had his career robbed a little bit with those teams because some of them had just rubbish equipment, and he had a lot of really bad luck in races, big races because of equipment failures. And I think without those, he probably, if he had chosen to, could have been on the 
on the world tour racing the biggest races in the world now at his age i'm not sure that some of those world tour teams are, are you know not really looking at riders in their 30s anymore they were five or six years ago but now they're looking for riders in their 20s um i think for for aaron that the olympic games still means a hell of a lot and you know if they can keep this core group of endurance riders together you know jordan kirby tom sexton campbell aaron corbin strong george jackson coming through if they can stay together for a couple couple more years, um, they'll go into Paris. I think that gold medal is still still his big target. I think that's that's the big lure for Aaron Gate. And let's not forget the the performance either of Michaela Drummond winning silver in the women's 10k scratch race. Yeah, great performance. Uh, I think they went into that race with Bronnie Bortha, who you know was just absolutely outstanding in the women's individual pursuit uh, with. Phenomenal performances, Commonwealth Games record after Commonwealth Games record, and that gold medal crashing out. Um, yeah, very, very good performance by Michaela. She's a very good rider. Races on the road um, for a European team. Very confident in the bunch. Very, you know, rode tactically a really smart race to win that silver medal. So, fine performance from her, without doubt. Smith, it was excellent. Yeah, I, look, overall, the, we look at it at this point, right, there's still some events to come, including uh, mountain biking, road cycling, of course. But 13 medals uh, so far, including uh, a record eight golds, which is uh, quite phenomenal when you consider where cycling has been in terms of the wrong kind of headlines. It's been brilliant. It has been brilliant, and, and for this big core group who, who have been through everything that cyclists have thrown at us since, you know, the, the Barcelona Olympics, you know, that, that they've been there, Aaron's been there, uh, Jordan's been, you know, been there, they've all been around that, they've had all that going on and um, it just says so much for their character and the spirit and the, the culture they have within the, the wider team of how they've brought younger people in and the coaching staff and the management uh, have done a superb job to, I guess, keep the, that core group out of the out of the turbulence outside the what's going on inside the velodrome and, and it's got them in the absolute best possible shape to perform and, and win at these um, championships. It was just just amazing. Um, and you know, a lot of a lot of respect for, for what Cycle New Zealand have been able to do and the way they've managed the, you know, this group to be able to perform uh, at these games the way they have. Will we will we lose anybody um, before the Paris Olympics? Uh, I'm just reading something that's just come through on Twitter to the effect that Sam Sam Burley might be giving it away. Yeah, Sam, um, he's had yeah, a really long career. And then we can go back to that bronze medal in the team's pursuit in to- uh, gosh, Tokyo. Where were they um, when they won that? When Brett Hayden Ralston won the the silver in the individual, the team got got the bronze. Um, and he's had a really long road career racing you know, on the world tour. So it wouldn't surprise me that he's decided to, to, to hang up the wheels. Um, you know, he, he'll be a big loss to his professional team because he's an absolute workhorse in there. And that might be quite nice to, you know, if he decides to come back, there's some experience that he's gained over many, many years that could be well used um, within the sport somehow. So... Yeah, it'd be sad to see him not lining up in the biggest races in the world, but, wow, he's had such a long career um, and he probably de- deserves a rest now, Ian. And then in, in terms of the, the track team, I think, you know, the bulk of them will stay there. Jordan Kirby, um, he's another rider who's been around a long time, a former individual suit world champion. 
hopefully he hangs in there and, and just keeps uh, pushing the other riders in this team's pursuit. Um, so I think the core of the group will, will stay through to to Paris anyway, for sure. It's been uh, a couple of uh, pretty bad crashes on uh, on in the velodrome, uh, Della, and I, I, I'm not quite sure you can do too much about that, can you? I mean, it's just a it's just part of the part of the sport. Absolutely, it's a it's a part of the sport. Um, I think that that crash in the the heat of the men's scratch race was one of the the worst I've ever seen. I've only ever seen one rider clear the barriers before and end up in the seats where the spectators sit. Um, that was in Colombia. Uh, it was a horrific crash, and you know, fortunately, everyone has, has come through it um, pretty well, and you know, no one's seriously injured. So that was a you know pretty amazing. It was a horrific crash. There has been some really big crashes. I, I felt sorry for Matt Glaitzer, the Australian. Um, had a big crash in the Kieran. He was a big favourite for that, and he you know proved he was you know one of the best riders there by winning the kilo. He had a huge crash at you know probably close to 80 kilometres an hour. It's unavoidable. You're racing with all those riders on the track. They're, they're racing, you know, millimetres from each other and mistakes happen. And particularly at the Commonwealth Games, like Ronnie's crash, a little bit of an experience from one of the riders from India just tipping a wheel and, and coming down and uh, she just didn't have anywhere to go and went, went straight over the top. But it, it's a part of the sport. The riders know that and uh, you just hope that when you see an accident that it's, it's not too serious and they leave plenty of skin behind it burns a lot but um, they generally all bounce back get up and carry on racing yeah they're pretty resilient all right there's no doubt about that uh, looking forward now uh Del, because it's not over for those the uh, the cyclists by any stretch of the imagination the mountain biking and the road cycling how do you uh, perceive our prospects there they've got to be good uh, if we look at the mountain biking you know, if we, we go back to to queensland we finished um you know, first and second in that with Anton Cooper and Sam Gaze. Ben Oliver's had, had a really good build-up to this as well. So, you know, I'm not sure how Sam's going. I know Anton had a little bit of a crash, but they will certainly be in the mix in this, uh, in this mountain bike race. They'll be on the big, big chance of, of pulling a medal and adding to that, that tally. The road races, uh, both the men's and the women's, we've got, you know, a strong field. If you look at it's a strong field in, in terms of the, the total number of riders, but this is probably one of the strongest teams we've ever been able to assemble. When you look at Shane Archibald, Jack Bauer, who's just finished the Tour de France, Paddy Bevan, who's won the Tour of Turkey, Dion Smith, who finished second the other day in a really big uh, race, Aaron Gate and Campbell Stewart lining up. Like That's probably the, one of the strongest road teams we've fielded for, for a number of years. And in the women's race, um, the best under-21 rider in the world, Neen Fisher-Black, of course, it's probably not hilly enough for her, but Henrietta Christie, Georgia Williams, they were experienced, and, you know, she will be in the mix. Michaela Harvey. Uh, unfortunately, we've lost Ellie Williston, who the team would have ridden for because she's got a very, very good sprint on her, and she would have been a part of the women's team's pursuit team, breaking her wrist on the second stage of the women's tour to France. Won't be a starter. So we've, we've got... It's going to be tough. It's always tough in the road race to win the medals, but, you know, we've got really genuine... Um, gold, silver or bronze medal chances and you know, we'll definitely pick up more medals in the cycling over the next uh, you know, towards the end of the week, end for sure It's been fantastic Del, um, it's been great chatting to you just reviewing uh, where we're at such very good time for cycling, I don't think anyone uh, around the country will deny them the success after what they've been through, fantastic turnaround uh, Congratulations, uh, you're part of it as well obviously so uh, we thank you for your time this morning and long may it continue mate
Thanks very much, Ian. I appreciate it. I just wish I'd got down to the TAB with uh, at least paying $6 last night. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, it's Aaron Gates, what, 26 or something for the, t- the time trial. Um, someone took that out on air the other day. Um, all right. Uh, might maybe be getting a piece of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. Cheers. Thank you. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.